Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. guys welcome back to another episode of believe in k-pop it's been a very long time and uh, i have been doing my final exams project and now i'm back and i am here with my bestie if she allows me to call that i'm gonna call her bestie rakil back to our podcast welcome hello oh you can call me bestie thanks for having me back Congratulations on, uh, you know, finishing all the schoolwork stuff, too. That takes a lot. <laughs> exactly. So finally, I'm back. And so are you. So hope our listeners are having a good time staying safe and hope they missed me. Hoping. They definitely missed you. They definitely <laughs> missed you. I missed you. So they definitely missed you. Aww. So thank you for joining. And how have you been? How are things going on? I've been good. I'm here in Miami, Florida in the US. So, you know, we're just we're kind of back to normal. Miami's pretty much open. Um, I'm still being careful, obviously, and my family um still doing a lot of videos from home in my home studio. And yeah, just doing a lot of different freelance stuff. I'm hosting a radio show Fridays on Sirius XM. So that's really cool. And it's it's been really exciting to see what can kind of transform and come about from doing things out of your spare bedroom that's not your studio. <laughs> In India, it got really worse. Most of you might have known it. And we are having our full lockdown again. So crazy. Tomorrow, yeah. Like it's because of the population and all those. So we are again forced to stay at home for two weeks. So that's how it is all about. And um, yeah, so I have been forced to sit at home, but I have been following your work so happily and uh, you got some really great interviews. So why don't you let our listeners know about it? Yeah, I uh, interviewed AB6, which is super exciting interview. It was yeah. it was a long time coming because it had been in dis- in discussion honestly for probably like two months before leading up to the actual interview so I get super anxious when things are planned so far in advance because that to me is like there's more room for cancellation or something to go wrong I'd rather know like a week before and like all right I got this like we could do it or even the day before I'm, I'm like this is great um, but no it actually it all worked out it was really a really great opportunity a really great experience and it was crazy because I I had to do it at 3.30 in the morning, my time, Eastern Standard Time, because obviously that was 4.30 KST. So I was up for like 28 hours, which was crazy. And but it, I mean, nothing. It went perfectly, you know, fine. And the fans were really happy with it. I was really happy with how it, how it went. Um, yeah, it was it was exciting to release and. I feel like that was my major like first step into interviewing in K-pop because I'd interviewed a lot of producers before and uh, those had gone pretty, you know, viral. And I've interviewed Chunga before, but that was with my friend Brooke. So it was exciting for it to be by myself. And I'm actually interviewing the DJ Sean. 
and that like huge massive song that blew up in 2018 or 2019 and he's back so i'm doing that this upcoming week so yeah i'm i'm excited to see what happens from from here yeah we are all excited as well like last time you walked into a podcast episode you were just talking about how you just began your mm-hmm. journey with K-pop and how it became a professional ride and now we are talking about interviews oh my god the transition has happened guys anything is possible exactly so thank you so much for joining in again and as the viewers are expecting as our title of the podcast uh, suggests it's definitely going to be about reaction videos like you must be one of the pros out there to do reaction videos you literally film them in a like a kind of a relay and you post it and you literally have a reaction video for every music video that comes out in a week so that's I try. huge yeah yeah well for me i've watched like so many youtube videos right and i've been doing youtube content since college honestly so that was now I think I started my YouTube channel, my other YouTube channel, probably close to seven years ago. So I kind of knew that you have to consistently post, which I did not really do on my other channel. And I have a podcast as well and just other media outlets I've worked for. I know that consistency is key. I also watched a ton of YouTube videos about vloggers and even reaction video channels before I started mine branching off of Brooks. And I just knew that you have to consistently post because it's pushing you in the algorithm if you're posting. And that's not just on YouTube, that's any social media. So key tip of this episode, if you're trying to grow any social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, anything you have to consistently post, you have to use the hashtags, you have to use the keywords, or else you're just going to get lost in the in the bunch with everyone else. So I kind of found my like my algorithm, if that makes sense, or my time to post, I never post the day anything drops a music video because it gets lost with everyone else's reaction videos, like the bigger reaction video channels. It also get gets lost with all of the artist content that comes out. So I always like to wait 24 hours because the craziness has kind of subsided. So that's when I'll drop my videos. So then I'll also post a teaser clip on TikTok and I'll make sure that I put, you know, anything regarding the video at all in in my channel. So I kind of found my, I don't know, formula, I'd guess, <laughs> for for posting and dropping videos. But yeah, I mean consistency is key. And and the thing is too, I'm a multi-stan. I love so many different groups. And I'm I myself even too am very open to being introduced to other groups via reaction videos. Like I just got introduced to JO1, which has been such an amazing experience and surprise. And even their fans have been super supportive of my videos and educating me on them. So yeah, I mean, for me, it's all about education and and finding more groups and really just understanding K-pop even more than I, I think I already do. Well, that's really cool. So I think you almost answered all aspects of reaction videos, but you didn't mention that you started watching reaction videos before you started it. And that's how everything starts. When you start something professional, you should know who are going to be your competitors or whether it is like too overrated kind of a place. Oversaturated. You- yeah. <laughs> so who were your favorites? Were there any particular people you did follow uh, while watching reaction videos? 
oh, what is their name? Is it the is it the FK Squad? I think that's their name. The two guys in LA. They're super funny. They've been doing it for a long time. Um, them and then I'm trying to think. I honestly would just sit and watch reaction videos. My sister, my sister again, she watches them a lot. So she obviously introduced me to the people she liked. Oh, there's the girl. I think she's in like she in Switzerland too. I forgot her name. That she's she's drops a lot too. She reacts to like everyone. I'm really bad with names. So sorry. But um I don't know. I liked their style of videos because the two guys are like very over the top. And then she's just very like actual reaction like oh okay wow and that's more my speed yes i am a little bit i'm kind of in between the two of over the top and uh and normal reaction but that's just who i am as a person sorry about it um but yeah i i just wanted to kind of see too like what it was about before even doing it because i like had seen reaction videos to before but it wasn't when it was huge on YouTube. And now that it's, I think it's very, very big. I think it's almost bigger than vlogging and blogging, honestly, because there's so many different reaction channels to so many different things, regular music, games, this, that, like it's, it's just, I don't know. It's really cool that YouTube is turning into this huge reaction channel almost itself. Exactly. So, you know, like with pandemic, YouTube has become the only platform for many of us to express what we are thinking and uh, while you decided to start YouTube, what was the actual reason that kindled you to you know, like make this platform for reaction videos rather than just you know, like doing interviews or talking? Uh, you know, like did you have a thing for reaction video for a long time or something like that? So I don't know a lot. Of, if a lot of people don't know, I started doing reaction videos first with my friend Brooke, and the videos got very big. They blew up. We have like three hundred thousand views on some of the videos, probably more now. But she moved, so obviously at that point it was kind of a transition period, and I wanted to keep doing it. And obviously, that we had been doing videos. I want to say we did them for like six or seven months, and then she moved. So we definitely built the platform. Unfortunately, it was on her channel though. So. I obviously made my channel and was lucky enough to, you know, have great responses and kind of have some people follow from her channel over to mine who did like me in the videos as well. So that's kind of how I started my channel. But I didn't want it to just be a reaction channel because obviously I do come from a journalism background. I went to school for journalism. I've on the radio. I've done TV and digital and all this kind of stuff in my career for the past six years. So I think that's what sets me different for sure from other reaction channels is I do have a journalism background. I am in media, all sides of media too. So I think that's honestly why I've gotten to do some cool interviews because the different you know people at the record labels are like, oh, she actually knows how to interview or she's done this. I send them my reel. I send them my air check and they're like, okay, she's not just a reaction channel, which I think that's for me is the biggest misconception about who I am as a person, because people obviously see my channel and see there's a lot of reaction videos. Obviously, naturally, there's so many different, you know, comebacks happening, but I don't want to just be known as like the reaction girl. I want to be known as the girl who actually knows K-pop, is educated and is educating her friends because that's really why I have my channel. Yes, I love doing the reaction videos by myself, but my channel is really to introduce my friends to K-pop. So that's why I've started having them in different videos. And when they come to visit, they know I love K-pop. They want to learn about it. And I'm really lucky to have friends that are open-minded and actually want to learn about K-pop because they did grow up dancing. And, you know, we've kind of been introduced to cultures from all over the world from dance. So, yeah, I mean, that's why 
that's what I think is that's my channel apart. And I'm not just like a reactioner. I am doing unboxings as well when we get all the new albums. And, you know, my sister kind of handles that side of stuff, which is cool. I'm like, yes, you get to do your little videos on my channel. You'll do the react the unboxings. I do the reaction and the interviews. And I do eventually want to get into like potentially some vlogs or or anything like that. I do want to take a trip to Korea when it's safe. So that would be really, you know, that's definitely something I want to put up there too as well. And who knows? I watch K-dramas. So maybe we'll get into stuff about K-dramas on there. I just want to really develop my like a full rounded channel for sure. So there's a little bit of something for everyone. So it's not just like, oh, she only does reactions. Okay. So getting to the actual question, how do you react to videos how to make reaction videos so i obviously have my little setup in my studio room now if you if you've ever seen my videos if you haven't i have a whole bookshelf of albums behind me as my backdrop basically that myself uh, me and my sister share even my mom she has some albums she loves k-pop too um <laughs> and yeah i just i just record so sometimes I have um, a schedule in my calendar of like what comes out when that my sister, my sister's like my assistant. So she sets up the calendar and she has like what's released on what day. And I just kind of go from there. I've, I mean, I forgot what month it was. I want to say it was like March when there was a comeback almost every single day. I was pretty much recording YouTube videos every single day, like in between doing everything else that I'm doing. So, um, because even if even if they drop on the day, if I'm not posting it that day, I still react that day. Mm -hmm. So that way I feel like I'm like with it and in the uh, hype that everyone is about so on Twitter and everywhere. So I'll, re I'll react that day. And then I have my little setup. I have my ring light. I, re I record on my cam on my camera or my phone and then edit it together. And I feel like a lot of people don't know, too, is there's different ways to record the videos when you're putting them, inserting them into your uh, video. So a lot of times people will be like, she's watching it without the subtitles or she's doing this without the subtitles. And I have to respond. And I'm like, no, I actually watched it with the subtitles, but for the purposes of the video, I don't have the subtitles on the video because it takes up too much space. So mm -hmm. that's a trick too. You can record, you record the video separate after you've already reacted and you insert it via editing. So that's why there's no subtitles on the video ever. When I'm watching, I do watch it with subtitles unless they're not out yet. Um, but yeah, and then I upload it to I don't do a ton of editing like my my mm -hmm. videos aren't super edited and it's pretty much just edited together unless there's a mo moment of me having a basically a blonde moment and I like forget what I'm saying or something that I'll put a little meme or something. But that for the most part, it's not super edited um, just because I don't want it, you to be distracted by that. I want you to actually just kind of pay attention to what's happening. And then I do the thumbnail and I throw it up on YouTube, you know, <laughs> It's for me, it's really not that it's more stressful when I'm putting up an interview because I have to make sure everything's good to go and you know it's approved by the label and that's way more stressful, like the editing on that end for sure. For me at least. Are you stressed out when you're doing interviews or I sure like, yes, <laughs> my, my hands get cold. I'm like, hey everybody, and I'm like shivering, but it's like 90 degrees outside, so it's fine. Well, my interview with you the first time i was shivering really oh my gosh like why because that's so you are you you know like you and i'm just like i'm in my pajamas right now guys like <laughs> we're chilling <laughs> but uh, i'm really thankful for your friendship 
Just oh, thank you. I'm thankful for you. The thing is, too, it's like I've gotten to work in so many different genres of music of the music industry, which has been really cool. And I've learned so much from each genre. But with K-pop, it's so niche. Like I've never been in something so niche. EDM was very niche, especially for being a female, because there was like five of us. But K-pop is a whole new level, especially K-pop YouTube for me, because most mm-hmm. people are writers like yourself. So to actually be able to make friends with someone like you who's in the writing aspect of things and be so close. I'm so thankful for our friendship because I feel like, I don't know, I personally feel like there's a separation between Mm. on camera, writing. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it. And I don't know, maybe I just haven't been in it long enough. So I'm not like fully in the squad yet. But yeah, I mean, I'm very thankful for your friendship for sure. Well, I must say that I took up, not like I prefer talking more than writing it is true but still you know, like somehow i fell in love with writing because of the writers i got to know during the process their articles are so beautiful that i wanted to write something like that so that's how i started it so yeah that's just a glimpse of what happened and um speaking of reaction videos there comes the credit issues like using the video or the music so you know like you literally say that you record videos and put it here so how do you tackle all those crediting issues you mean like the copyright issue so the only really the only issue you can't monetize off of the videos but it's crediting your everything in the video because you're using um whatever the actual music video. So it's automatically auto populates like SM entertainment, da, 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 the group does this. So the only thing you re- you really can't do is uh, monetize. I know that they're cracking down or they were going to start cracking down on copyright or reaction videos. But for me, I'm like, I'm giving your video free press basically. You know what I mean? And I'm promoting it for you without a, P- a PR telling me to. So I don't know, knock on wood, I haven't seen anything where there's been a lot of issues. I know certain groups there are, but for the most part, it's been okay. Um, but yeah, you can't monetize off of them because obviously you're using the actual video, the audio and all that stuff. But you can't, I will say, you can't react to anything that's like a live show. So, because that gets pulled down. So mm-hmm. anything from like Mnet or anything like that, that you can't react to that'll get blocked on YouTube. That's why it's always like the music videos. Ah, mm-hmm. There's a tip. Yeah. Or you have to, I mean, there's ways around it, but I'd rather not just do it. <laughs> okay. So I have seen uh, reaction videos where they just show the still images. Like if it is going to be a show or a Oh, like if it's show. a, yeah, a reality show or something like that. Yeah. I mean, th- that's what I'm saying. There's ways around it. You could blur it. You could just do the still. But I like watching what mm-hmm. the person's watching. So for me, that's just my personal preference. But if you do that, you go get it. <laughs> More content mm-hmm. for you. <laughs> for me, I'm just like, there's so much content. There's so many music videos coming out that it's like maybe if I had, you know, we had a month where there wasn't, it'd be different. But that's why I also reacted to JO1 because we had like a slow week this week with comebacks. And I was like, this is great. I just found this. What's this? And here we are. <laughs> so what was your favorite recent favorite? What even came out? I'm like, everything runs Happy. together. Okay. Well, from April. Wait, what's this month? Are we in May? Yeah, We're in May. So April. Um, oh, April. What came out in April? 
April. What came out in April? Oh, Kong Daniel came out in April, right? Mm-hmm. I think that was April. That was great. I loved AB Sixes. I love AB6 actually. Close. That is such a good song. Um, newest, obsessed with the new one. That comeback Aww. was great. Newest was so great. I was, I knew it was gonna be really good, and I love newest. I love their music, but this one, I I'm love like, them too. Ooh, that was a great track. Um, who else came out? What else came out? Oh, wait, was on and off May or April? April. April. I think the end of April. I love on and off. Those are my boys, so I have to go with them. I just got their album, and I'm like, <sighs> I pulled a Hoijin. I pulled a Hygen, Hygen photo card and I'm like, yes, woo. Um, when did, wait, when did Bacon come out? Was that April? Yes. Yeah. Cries. Bacon. <laughs> I'm going to go with Bacon for my favorite because I literally am still emotionally unwell that he's enlisted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been watching Bacon videos every day and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> exactly. That happens. So, yeah. Well, we had my babies, you know, like my boys come out this April. We had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were so great. I wasn't. You know what? I wanted to talk about that with you because I wasn't expecting it to, to be like that at all. And I watched it and I was like, OK, boys, <laughs> I see you. That was it was a very strong, powerful song, like good for them. And. I read one of the comments under their YouTube. It was like the most aggressive way to tell uh, the most aggressive way to tell to love yourself. And I'm like, yeah. yes. <laughs> You're like, that is correct. Yeah. Like every time they come like, Nuga, what? And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like, <laughs> don't, don't get mad. I'm not scared of anybody. You know, like you are scaring me a little, but don't worry. I'm strong. Though. They're so funny. I'm I'm excited for NCT Dreams comeback because they've already sold a million albums for the pre-sale. I'm like, make that money, honey. Let's go. <laughs> it's gonna be a great album, and it's the full length. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Have you been watching album. the um the teaser videos on YouTube? Have yes, you, have you like, seen them? They are actually my first babies. Like, I'm a guardian for them. That's how I feel with them. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I'm like. <laughs> yes no I, I was I was shook from the one I think it was the first one that dropped where they got in the car it was Mark and Jisung mm-hmm. when they picked them up I was like our babies oh my god <laughs> so who is your favorite from I literally love all of them no I literally <laughs> love all of them like every single one of them I'm always like oh I love them I love them like honestly though Jamin Jame- is hilarious I Aww. loved I think Jamin might be my favorite because he's just so freaking funny and his personality is wild, but it's in his own little Jamin way. And I'm weird, too. So I get it. <laughs> but like, he's so funny. And I, so I think him. But I also love Renjin. His voice, voice of an yeah. angel. Um, and then obviously Jisung is our little baby. So his cheeks. Okay. I just want to yeah. squeeze his cheeks. I don't know. They're, I love them all. They're They're just such a... I always say talented, but they're so far ahead of the game for their age because they've been doing it for so long. And it's like you ha- you look at other groups that are their age and they're just already so seasoned because obviously it's already been however many years for them. It's so funny because they've so many they've lived so many lives already and they're like, Ji Sung's 18. <laughs> He's like <laughs> chilling. Ji Sung, Sung Bainim and the person at the same age, just debuted it two months ago, and he is to call Jisung Sumbinian. So 
Right. Right. It's so weird. Wow. And he's like, what? He's like, huh? <laughs> and and hyphen. Oh my gosh. They're so cute. Nikki. Nikki's my child because dance competition child. Like I feel you boy. I get you. I'm like, how many, when they, they're old with their uh, first comeback, I was like, how many turns is Nikki going to do today? <laughs> like when everyone's doing a single, Nikki's doing a double. I'm like, yes, you get it. <laughs> wow. Dance I, teacher life. Yeah. Like I remember how their debut single had a very great impact on me. Like mm-hmm. P1 Harmony and Hyphen, they just made me speechless with their debut single, uh, debut albums, EPs. And this time I was really pumped up to receive their first ever comeback and both just pulled my heart so much that I couldn't even escape. Like when I'm listening to an hyphen album, we won't harm me, was like, what? Didn't we bring a special one? And then when I'm listening to Beyond Harmony and Hyphen, was like, what? You know? The other one, they'll wrap it. Also, in hyphen stylist deserves a raise because their uh their outfits for drunk days were it, and all their wow. stages with like the pop punk situation we've got going on. Here for it, I love it. It brings me back to my middle school days. <laughs> <laughs> wow, newest again. Wow, newest is turning oh. ten next year, and I'm just manifesting an interview. I would, yes, yes. Like, you know, there was a, there was a documentary that I watched on YouTube and about uh, newest and their growth and how hard it was and the struggle in life. You know, like it was. I don't know. Like till then, I never knew newest that much, but that story literally inspired me a lot. And whenever I feel like, oh my god, three years, I feel down, and I think about them, and I'm like. Eight years is nothing before three years. So, and yes. first of all, them being on produce, that whole thing, because I, I knew who they were before. Mm-hmm. I watched produce six months ago. I didn't watch it in real time. Obviously, it was mm-hmm. part of my K pop education, as my mm-hmm. sister likes to say. So, I was, my job was on the floor when seeing that whole situation go down on produce. And I was like, holy wow like the fact that they're on this show right now i mean it worked though because it literally reinvented their career and did what it needed to do but my heart was like hurting for them like literally hurting wow and i remember the exact words jr said like he said no like we wanted to be like 17 as well and 17 is like Uh, juniors and I cried. I, I so that that th- that pushed me off. That pushed me through it. Like I was, I when he said that, I my jaw I was like, <laughs> cry, ugly cry, ugly cry. Exactly. So they deserve everything that they are doing right now. They do, and they won on like every music show last week. So good for them. They deserve it. I think four, four to five. Yeah, almost literally four or five. I was like, yes, boys, you get it. You deserve it. But the song is so good. Here's the thing, too. That song is so radio friendly here. If that song, I wish if they would play it, it would do so well here because it's great. It's a good song. I'm like, can we just play newest here on the radio, please? I wish one day, maybe one One day. 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 I mean, I will say that the first 
day I did my serious show, my pick of the week was the Stray Kids Alessa Corsac collab because I was like, I'm playing K-pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and luckily my boss was like, do whatever you want. I was like, okay. Like, maybe- I was like, there's gonna be more of that. Sorry. Yeah, maybe you should start a radio show for K-pop stuff. I'd love to. I would. You know what? I mean, SiriusXM has 88 Rising Radio, so that's really great. And then they also have, I think they have something else too. Is it through Sirius, Aryong? Maybe. I think it is. But to have an actual channel, I mean, that'd be great. So Sirius, if you're listening, let me talk about K-pop. <laughs> wow. So... Yeah, hoping we could do a lot more K-pop stuff as well. You know, like I did try pushing for K-pop here in India. For radios, things didn't turn out really well. But yeah, hoping to do. How is it there with with K-pop? Because obviously it's big, big enough for you to, you know, have a successful website. So, but as for radio, is it kind of the same thing here? Like they don't play it or anything? It's the same kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. They they kind of make it make me and they try to make me understand that the the audience who consume video content aren't big fans of radio. So having what? Yeah, that's what they say. But but it is true that most of us don't listen to radio that much in India. Interesting. Exactly. So what do you listen to? Just a streaming any streaming service or YouTube? Well, I think the whole idea of podcast kind of blew up two years ago. Mm-hmm. Up. I, I'm not sure about when it started and how it was really going good and all that. But people weren't much into podcasts unless Spotify released their app in India. And mm. then things started getting fire. And, you know, like even Dive Studios had India as one of the most watched in LA. Wow. Yeah. Stream. That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. And thanks to the pandemic situation that people started listening to such things as well. Right. That's so interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I know here, I mean, K-pop here is the main push is still radio because I've been in the situation where I've wanted to interview a group and they're like, well, are you from radio? And I'm like, I mean, I was on the radio, but technically, no, not right now. I mean, technically, technically, yes, I host a show, but it's for it's an EDM show. So I can't just play said song on. You know what I mean? It's a it's a mixed show. Um, But it's interesting that radio is still such a big push for the U.S. for K-pop, but it's just not happening yet. And it's going to take some time. It's going to take a while. So we'll see what happens and how that affects everything else. But I'm also interested to see like when concerts and things come back, how that's going to affect everything. Because obviously now that K-pop is so much bigger and it's not just BTS being known, it's a lot of other groups being known here. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, especially now too, that they're doing NCT Hollywood and they're they're doing the actual show here and they're going to show it on TV. That's going to be interesting to see too to see what happens with that exactly i'm i'm still kind of numb to the entire situation of whether it's really gonna is it really a very good idea but it is indeed a good idea to know like 
break the barriers between both worlds. So let us see what is yet to come. I th- yeah, I think it's a good idea in the sense that you have to look at it that Super M was made to be their U.S. group. And now that Baekhyun and Taemin are going to be, well, Taemin's about to go too. It, it's not going to happen with Super M. And that's what was supposed to happen the whole past year. And it's hello pandemic. So I think they had a pivot and they had probably all this budget and whatever they had set aside for Super M that they're now going to be able to make this show, which if even let's say even if the show flops, it's still going to introduce U.S. audiences in a different capacity to NCT and to K-pop. To K-pop. So whether you turn it on and you are not interested in the show, if someone sees Jay Hunt's face and is like, who is that? I want to go look them up instantly. You already have a new person who's interested in K-pop or at least exploring it. Exactly. So I feel like that's what fans need to understand from the music industry point of view type of thing is even if they're frustrated with X, Y, and Z, it's still going to give global promotion to the group, which is good. Totally agree. So yeah, with that being said, we are wrapping up. Thank you. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining. It was really nice. You woke up and met my, you know, like looked at my face, spoke to me. I'm, I'm sure this day is gonna be, gonna be a great day. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I woke up and got to see your face. It's gonna be amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me again. It's always such a fun time. And yeah. Yeah. So finally, your social media, where to follow, what to expect from Raquel in the future. Yeah. So it's just literally Raquel Goldie on everything. So easy. Everywhere. TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, literally same thing everywhere. Follow me. I always say slide into my DMs. Let's talk about K-pop because I want to make more K-pop friends. Yeah. So as for Believe in K-pop, you can follow us at Believe in K-pop on Instagram. And you can use the hashtag Believe in K-pop on Twitter. And for me, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Isaac. And that's the same, like, Ampia is like everywhere. So if you find Raquel, you will find me because I will be somewhere liking or retweeting her comments. And if you find me, you will definitely find Raquel because she'll be liking or commenting most of my stuff. So Exactly. <laughs> Got to be each other's hype girls, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, for this new week, I just wish you all a great week ahead. Have a blessed one. Stay safe and hope to meet you in the next week. Thank you so much. And this is Antia from Believe in K-Pop. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.